G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Want to win in life's challenges? To know the will of God and have more passion for Him? Practical help right now with Tark Barna and Running With Fire. Thank you for tuning in and joining me today. And um, we're just continuing to look at everything about the Holy Spirit. And I mentioned yesterday that, um, you know, we really need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. If we want to live godly and spiritual lives, want to deal with sin in our hearts, we better be filled with the Holy Spirit rather than try and remove a sin here and remove a sin there. Another area in which if we want to pray effectively, I've mentioned this before, we need the help of the Holy Spirit. It says in um, Romans 8.26, Likewise, the Spirit helps in our weaknesses. We do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. If you want to do well in prayer, if you want to grow in prayer, if you want to see more answers to prayer, you need the help of the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you. And he will he can come alongside you in, in that area. So if we want to understand the Bible, be strong in prayer, live a successful Christian life, we do need the help of the Holy Spirit. And that means, listen for this, we need to be on good terms with the Holy Spirit. In other words, we need to have a good relationship with Him. It's like another person. You want them to help you in life, you need a good relationship with them. If you want your co-workers to help you, you need a good relationship with them. If you want to get on, get on well, get your boss to help you, you need a good relationship. Whatever it is, we need to be on good terms. Unfortunately, it is possible, maybe you've not thought about this, I have mentioned it, to grieve the Holy Spirit. It's possible, in a sense, to almost push the Holy Spirit away or to cause Him to sort of, yeah, be a bit more of a distance. So let me pick that up for you from Ephesians 4, verse 25 to 32, because it gives us a whole list of things you want to listen for that can cause you to grieve the Holy Spirit. Because the end of the, the in Ephesians 4, verse 30, it finally says, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. But before that, it says this, therefore put, on, put away lying. Let each one of you speak truth to his neighbor for members of one another. So lying can grieve the Holy Spirit. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath, nor give place to the devil. Take note of that. Anger continued gives place to the devil. You need to guard against that. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Put, put away your anger. Deal with it. Sort out. Let him who stole steal no longer but rather let him labor, working with his hands what is good, that he may have something to give to him who is in need. Here's another one. Let no corrupt word, this is the biggest challenge, proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you are sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, evil speaking be put away from you with all malice, and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God and Christ forgave you. So we can grieve the Holy Spirit, which means 
to make sad or sorrowful, to cause pain. Wow. I can make the Holy Spirit sad, sorrowful. I can cause him pain. How do I do that when my behavior is not what it should be? Gosh, I really don't want to grieve the Holy Spirit, but I'm sure I do a lot. But not only that, we can quench the Holy Spirit. 1 Thessalonians 5.19, quench not the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is often associated with fire. So to quench the Spirit would be to dampen or diminish or stifle or even extinguish the influence of the Spirit in a situation or in our lives. So our behavior can put the fire out. And we don't want to pour water on the fire of God in our lives. And we do when we do we do that, it's called quenching the spirit. So let's ask God to help us. So we can be in close relationship with the Holy Spirit. Let's make sure we don't grieve him and we don't quench him. And of course we need his help to be able not to do either of those two things. Tark Barner is the Senior Pastor of Church Unlimited in Auckland, New Zealand. For more information, to make contact or to listen again, look for Running With Fire at our website, vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 